0: Louie Erickson has agreed to a six year deal with Vancouver Canucks. for the <laughs> Everett, three four
1: They're up 3 1. For the first time in 39 years, the
0: Boston Bruins have won the Stanley Cup. center right. Baby! Oh, My contract sucks. Dustin Mufflin's had a of a series, and Chicago in total control. Yeah, he this is all over. You can order the autox selection. Vancouver select from the London Knights. OAU Levy. Yo, what's
1: bapping, Sports fans? I'm Aaron. We're Stefan. This is I hate this team. A lot of consternation about our not a lot, but you know, we've been getting the occasional comment about like the name of your podcast. Are you gonna yeah. change the name since you're winning? And uh, no. No, no. So, no. yeah, the the performance last night against Calgary cemented it for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, when we first started the show, it was like, I hate this team. A podcast about our love for the Vancouver Canucks, exactly. And that yeah. it was it was a lot easier to like just explicitly hate them last year.
2: It still stands. I think. I mean, that's kind of that's sort of the the ongoing discussion right now on on Canucks Twitter. And I like. I just think. It is very funny to see certain people. (laughs) I won't say who, Mm -hmm. but certain people (laughs) sort of uh, doing a victory lap. But I don't think you get to do a victory lap when you thought everything was good. Yeah. Right? You thought Jim Benning was good at his job. You thought everything, like if you just think everything the Canucks do is good, eventually it'll kind of work out in your favor. And and because there's going to be, be like, some good stuff, so right? Yeah, like, I, I, I know it's the Canucks. Like they'll have a couple good seasons here or there. Like it's just how it just has to work that way, right? And so if you spent the eight years of the Jim Benning era, um saying everything was fine, Jim Benning's doing a great job, I believe in this management, you have to support the team. That's that's another thing I you see a lot is people being like, well, I just stayed positive the whole time. You know, I supported the team.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No, you you just cheered for fucking everything. Like, you cheered for everything, right? And, like, that's not... If you want to do that, go ahead. Yeah, I but, mean, I'm not going
1: to police you on how to be a fan, but, no. like...
2: Well, I, I will, actually. I will, because I'm going to say... You can you can cheer for everything that Canucks do and say everything is good, but that precludes you from doing any victory laps whatsoever. Yeah. Right? Whereas with us, yeah, sure, are we more negative than maybe the average fan? I think that's probably fair to say, right? Yeah. But, but also we're willing to admit when we were wrong and there are things we like we we say when they do good things i mean they, we, we said when jim benning did good things you know like it's it's possible to admit that so if you're just positive all the time it's like
1: sorry yeah. you don't get it, to, you don't get
2: to say you were right about
1: and it and it's it's kind of cool like being a little bit wrong which i mean it's early in the season still so i big picture I'm, there's a good chance like we were even right last year but I sure. mean, Heronics looked fucking great. That's cool. I'm glad that I was wrong about that. And I, I kind of maybe not the Heronic. you want to be
2: you want to be pro, yeah. You you want to eat crow, right? That's the fucking thing. You want to like they think we don't want to cheer for this team. They think we don't want this team to do well. Yes, we do. That's yeah. why we were fucking mad but at they, them for they, the these, stupid shit they were doing.
1: These are the people that are like, well, <laughs> Jim Benning, He brought in Vertanen and Yalevi and and Rathbone. He's going to be a top four D and Rick Pietros, yeah. our goalie of the future, and. Cole Lind and Yona Gajovic like
2: dude the name I saw dropped it was it was someone posting an old post for yeah. someone uh and and he was doing the classic like fantasy lineup thing where it's like, yeah or oh, like Lyndon Bay they, is guy. gonna be here <laughs> dude the, the player that was listed on there was Tony Utoonan do you fucking uh, even remember that no, guy no
1: not at all because that that's like from when I was paying the least amount of attention to the Vancouver Canucks
2: yeah that's yeah, he, he, by the way, he, he didn't get signed by the Canucks. He was drafted in the fifth round of the 2018 draft. Nice. Uh, and, and I think he had like a decent year after that, but it was so funny seeing that name in particular dropped because again, it just goes back to what I was saying. You just think every draft pick they make is good, right? Yeah. You, like it's, it's just, that's just not, it doesn't fucking work that way. You know, it, that's not how it works.
1: You know, speaking of draft picks. I'm getting really excited about the three defensemen that they have coming up. And and that isn't even including DPD, who's kind of seemed to have taken a small step back compared to last season. But Kudryatsev, um, Brustevich, and Willander all look fucking really good. Yeah, Brustevich had another three-point game. Um, That's
2: crazy. and He looks unreal
1: could yeah, your have fucking did some good stuff too um
2: i think it, it's just it was nice having point like,
1: game he's like 30 points in the season or something like
2: that's the level of prospect where it's like okay it's okay to be excited for that guy right like like even yeah. if you look at even if you look at brustevich and you're like well you know is he is he the best defensively is he like the best skate? you know whatever right mm-hmm. and it's like you can you can you know hedge your bets a little bit whatever it is but like Again, these are, the, these are the types of prospects where it's like, yeah, you can get a little excited for that. That's that's fine. And again, I'm not going to police how you're a fan, right? Yeah. I, I will police how you go about uh, on like a victory lap. You literally, legitimately, you are not allowed to do a victory lap if you are a Jim Benning supporter. I'm sorry, it's just not how it works because you just <laughs> like everything the team does. So you are occasionally, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day, right? You yeah. will, if you just like everything the team does, eventually you'll be technically right about something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to like, like just fucking have some confidence in, your, in yourself and like make a call. You know what I mean? Instead yeah, of just being yeah. like, everything is good. You know? Anyway, I just, ugh.
1: no, I, so yeah. the Brustevich yeah. thing. So I got it pulled up now. He just had his mm-hmm. ninth multi-point game and seventh with three or more points. Man. In the OHL. Um, I believe he is leading the OHL in, Let's look at OHL scoring. Look that up. And then Kudry asked if he has 20 on the season. And um, this is all from Dave Hall. You guys should follow if you're he's missing... He's the new Canucks
2: he's... Army prospect guy? Yeah, yeah. He's the new yeah. Faber. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, six points in four games. Uh, 17th assist on the season. 20th point on the year. OHL scoring leaders. Let's break this down. Um, yeah, Hunter percent is a... <laughs> fucking... Second in the OHL in points.
2: That's really crazy.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's got thirty-two points in nineteen games. Um, as a nineteen year old defenseman.
2: That's quite good. That is quite, quite quite good.
1: good. Yeah. Um so when the Canucks did their Eastern Road trip, uh McDrance was following them and he went and the day that the Canucks didn't play, he went to uh wherever it was that um his team was playing. Mm-hmm. Kitchener? Uh,
2: He's, he plays for Kitchener. Right yeah,
1: the, the Rangers in the OHL. Yeah. Uh, and then he was. They were talking about it with uh, the scout from Sportsnet. Cosentino. No, the the smarter guy, oh, okay, Jason Bukula.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Is it Cosentino's list is out. Oh, God. Way, his first the, list of the year. This, this is this is how tired I am. We were talking about this before, Mike, and I, I. I was thinking like no one wants to listen to a podcast where you say you're tired, but this is a late one. For we're and I. recording,
2: we're, we're recording Friday night at 8 p.m. Um, j- because like we it's kind of a tough timing this week because we had to record after they played a couple games, right? Yeah. They played Wednesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then uh I'm leaving Sunday night for to go to Australia, Australia. To go to Australia. So we had to get like two episodes in in like and this, so it's gonna be this and it's gonna be on Sunday. And then at some Sunday,
1: point. and then we'll see. So I'm going to the Abbotsford Canucks Wranglers game on like the 25th with John With John, right? and yeah. he doesn't know this, but he's going to come on the podcast after
2: that's right. Uh, I'm yeah. going to
1: ask him, I'm going to po- yeah. pop the big question when we're hanging out. Yeah. So I think that'll be an episode and then maybe midweek, but I mean, you're going to be in Australia. So we'll, we'll play that it'll by be, ear. It'll uh, be tough.
2: Yeah. We'll, we'll see, but we'll see yeah. how
1: she goes. Um, yeah. Whereabouts in Australia are you going by the way?
2: Uh, just Sydney.
1: Sydney. Nice. Yeah. Great town. Yeah. Do you, Oh, I got a zoo for you to go to.
2: Okay. I think this might be the one because Demi said we're going to a place where we can like there's like wallabies and koalas.
1: Yeah. The so there's two main zoos in Sydney. One is okay. like downtown and pretty mid. It's, it's okay. nice because it's like on the water and you can like just you're like in the middle of Sydney and like there's a zoo and But it's not nearly as cool as the one that's on the outskirts. I forget the name of it. I guess I'm probably... I tagged it on my Instagram. I can go look now. And I can tell the listeners as well. But they have this, like, huge enclosure where you can, like, pet and feed, like, baby um, kangaroos if they come up to you. And then there's also a koala that you can take a picture with. And it's interesting. They told me that... there's only one province, or it's, I guess it's states in Australia, only one state so, yeah. where you're legally allowed to touch a koala if you're not, okay. like, a trained zookeeper, and it's not New South Wales. So right. you're not allowed to pick it up, but you're allowed to, like, kind of plant your hand on his butt. Okay. And uh, for the longest time, when I was a single man, I had that as one of my, like, you oh, know, Tinder picks. Oh, that's a great, Tinder yeah. Me, uh, me petting the koala and smiling, and uh, a lot of ladies said, hey, would you, would you touch my ass like that? Because I'm oh like... Oh my
2: god, wow.
1: And then the, the, the koala's got some big nuts in the picture that I took with it. <laughs> oh, no. We're talking the Featherdale Sydney Wildlife Park. It's kind of like okay. in a suburb. I took a train to it. Wonderful. Uh, I don't know what else is good. Blue mountains are cool, but I don't know how much like traveling around you're going to do.
2: I know we're gonna go to the beach a couple days. Oh, you gotta
1: then. do the the uh the Bondi beach to the Koogie Beach walk.
2: I think that's the exact walk that um Irene wanted to it do. It so is I think, I think we might do that.
1: Fucking yeah. beautiful. Um yeah. there's also that another more secluded beach. Let me find it here, where there's these like really cool sand dunes. Oh um, sick. Which okay. is also like a bit of a a drive out. Not drive, but like train out. It took like an hour yeah. from like downtown sydney where i was staying Cronula. okay i can send these things to you later but yeah
2: i i'm i'm looking forward to it this is gonna well, be a lot of fun i think
1: yeah, yeah oh man sydney's fucking really cool it's um how do i describe it imagine like london was a canadian
2: city okay i'm intrigued i'm on board yeah. i'm excited just to like honestly it's like gotten kind of cold here recently too the last couple of days and like I, I am excited to just like let me check what the weather is there. It's gonna be like hot as fuck, apparently. Oh yeah, because I
1: guess it's gonna be summer. I went there in May, which was like their fall. Yeah. But it was like, like it was cold here. And so Oh I get, no. Not,
2: oh no, I just looked at the weather. Oh raining. Oh. No. Yeah, it's twenty-one degrees and raining.
1: But yeah, so when I went, it was like twenty one, twenty-three degrees, and they were just like prepping for their um winter. And I was, like, laying on the beach sun tanning. There's people walking by in windbreakers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, we're talking about Hunter Bruce Gavage. Anyways, uh, the Sportsnet scout and Drance were talking about (laughs) his game. And they seem to agree that his passing and puck skills are, like, absolutely he could be in the NHL right now. And wow. it would all fit in. It's just okay. a matter of like every young player skating. And also, will he be able to f- not necessarily be physical, but you know how Quinn Hughes like isn't afraid to play the body a bit and like get into contact? It's yeah. like that part of the game. But it like, I mean, right. he's 19. So if he can develop that, the like all the stuff with the puck is already there. Uh, right. Very exciting prospect
2: yeah that's 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 but, very good news yeah with um, the,
1: with the games this week yes I'm kind of thinking over the last week really since the eastern road swing the first of the what was it five games and eight nights in five different cities and three different time zones yeah. um this is kind of the team that we expected to see in the preseason right
2: I would say so, yeah, I L- think that makes sense
1: like the uh like the power play, winning games and being like amazing and like coming from behind and stealing victories away, like they did against the Islanders. That's the type of win I expected to see this year.
2: That was a really fun game. Oh, it was fantastic. That was it was, like a, was, so it
1: was awesome. Fun. I, it was, yeah. I was like, I love hockey. I fucking love the Vancouver Canucks. Go oh, team! The uh, the
2: breakaway in OT. I mean, just
1: oh yeah, know. like Quinn Hughes scoring the winner. Um, I posted about this on Twitter. There's a lot of discourse going into the game about Bo Horvat and his legacy, and will he get booed? Will he not get booed? And my takeaway was, I don't give a shit. I had completely I'm, I've, I've forgotten. Moved on, I think, yeah, I would yeah. like so moved on. It's like uh, you know an ex, and you like maybe had your heart broken, and you see him a few years later, and it's like I had no feelings at all. Uh, that's where I was at.
2: Yeah, it was. It was really just kind of. I mean, uh, you know, not. I, not, I was going to say it's nice to see him cry. It was like, obviously, that's like, you know, you don't want to see that, but it's like he's crying tears of like, oh, I missed this place. Yeah. you know? it, Um, and you know, I think the I think the fans did the right thing where they cheered him during the for sure uh, the video and then booed him when he touched the yeah, that's a that's times. cool. It's like that's I like fine. That. You know? Um, yeah, like
1: to to say that I don't care isn't like a slight against Bo Horvat. Like, no, no, seems like a nice guy. I seemingly a good captain like them performing super well after he left uh, probably coincidence like who am I to know I uh, to say, I don't think it, it like, might
2: it might have honestly just been like you know just stagnated you know what I mean yeah like, it's like not his fault I, I like. like
1: I like Hughes better as a captain so far way yeah. smaller sample size but I mean I've been on the Quinn Hughes should be captain train since like last January um yeah, I mean, good for him. Go, got his bag. It's not his fault no. that Benning built some real fucking shitty teams around him. No, and no, I mean, not if I all. was him, I also would be pissed off at like the current management for picking JT over me and not really engaging in serious contract discussions. But yeah, I mean, if he if he really wanted to be here more than get his bag, he could have taken a Nugent Hopkins deal. I mean, sure. Go go yeah. ahead and get your money. Like I totally understand where he's coming from, but
2: yeah, I yeah, just, I don't, beg, I don't begrudge him anything. You know, it's like it's
1: and he's it's totally fine. Uh, w- where was he all time in Canucks points? I know it was behind. He was like top ten, I think they said. I think he was tenth, maybe tenth, maybe, maybe yeah. tenth. It was, but like the two players in front of him were like Todd Bertuzzi, uh, in less games, as I recall, and like Thomas Gradine, which like yeah. You know, those are important Canucks. Sure, um, sure. Especially like Bertuzzi for people our age. Yeah. But I don't think that's Ring of Honor worthy.
2: No, I mm. think, I think, uh, Gradine is in. The is
1: Gradine of- Ring
2: of Honor? I,
1: I oh, no, 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 no. no. Is. is Ring of Honor. It's Tanti yeah. that's ahead of yeah. it. It's Tanti and yes. Bertuzzi. And I also think yeah. Gradine. Um, yeah. but yeah, like, I don't think you're seeing Tony Tanti in the, uh. Not the ring of honor not. anytime soon or Todd Bertuzzi, unfortunately.
2: Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, um, I mean, I think it went about as well as, as you know, you could hope really, uh, uh, um, uh the Horvat return. Like it was, you know, and he scored too, he which scored, kind yeah. of, I'm glad he did. And that's like good for him, obviously, you know? And yeah, I mean, over that was a really fun game. I I remember just like, for some reason, the Canucks playing the Islanders the past decade or so, They have played some absolute stinkers. I remember they lost like 6-2 a couple years ago where Ratu scored his first goal.
1: Oh, yeah, Um, I remember that one. That was just last season, I believe.
2: I think it was. And then there was one specifically I remember, oh, which was like maybe the Tortorella year or maybe it might have been the year after Jim Benning got here, but there was one where they were up like three or four goals in the third period and lost to the Islanders and Eddie Lack let in like six goals. Do you remember that one? no it was, not it off was the like, top of my head it was such a bad meltdown just like this brutal brutal meltdown
1: I, I have more like feelings about them playing the islanders which are congruent with what you're saying where it's like i think they should win this game and then it's like yeah. a really boring game that they lose so it was nice yeah. that it was like exciting
2: the other moment that I, I i was worried they were gonna lose two overtime games to both new york teams as well yeah so i'm glad they didn't do that
1: uh man that demko save when he was like out of the net and then jumped out with nuts. crazy yeah. No, the other moment that I, I guess I liked, which is sucks. Cause it was like Kuzmenko, like on the ice, like in horrible pain, right. but that yeah. it was like, you know, Petterson and I think it was Petterson Hughes and, and, JT were all there and like Bo skated over and was like looking out for his friend as well. Sure. I thought that, yeah. that was like a,
2: that was nice. Heartwarming and apparently moment as Kuzmenko's Kuzmenko's dying is on gonna, the ice. he's going to play tomorrow apparently, which is nice.
1: Yeah. There's like no damage. I heard. I was listening to Dollywall this it, morning saying that he's so he's fine. It looked so
2: bad, man. It looked yeah. so scary because I thought it was his neck at first, maybe. I was um, thinking like
1: Broken Orbital, like maybe he got the malholtra. Yeah, thing. Yeah, it
2: was, it was really... It looked really bad. There was some blood. I guess it was just maybe his mouth.
1: Bad um, man.
2: And presumably his jaw is not broken because he's, he's going to be able to play again. But yeah. it looked really, really bad.
1: Yeah, um, and I mean it'll be good to have him back as well i, I think that was something yeah. that was missing in the the calgary game which we can get into was yeah. some lack of creativity I, there's a whole bunch of problems with that game and like one i think
2: that was like always going to be a loss though right especially after like how emotional the game was against yeah. the islanders I, right and it went to overtime you have to fucking fly to calgary which is not like and they flew after flight, the game obviously. so yeah, like fly right away you fly so like you're getting there and into the hotel like after midnight Alberta time, most likely. Well, right? that probably and, like, like
1: one or two a.m. Right?
2: Yeah, and then so you sleep, you get up, you're playing the next day, like you know. And they they started out okay, obviously. Right? Yeah, the first it was, period it was, was just,
1: good. Like that Pedersen power play goal was sick. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, there was like one stretch of really sustained, like in zone pressure from the the Pedersen line, which I was like, oh yeah, this is good. And like I was at the game, right? So yeah. There's flames fans around me that were like upset about it and just telling them to not let them set up and get out of there. Funny, funny thing from the game. I was sat next to, uh, I guess a couple. Okay. Um, where but, were you sitting by the way? Uh, second bowl section two eleven, eleventh 11th okay. row. It was nice. It was really nice seats. Um, but great, great that you didn't come out for this one. Would have been a big yeah. let because I remember this one was like, ah, that was it's... the
2: one we were discussing, right? Yeah, like, are because they... the other
1: one's like the day after you get back and like this one yeah. would have been con- conceivable. But uh yeah, yeah no, that would, that would have been would, not would, would have been real ass. Um, <laughs> 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 but no, the, the couple next to me, they were like. Uh, it seems like they've been dating for like a little bit, but they like weren't comfortable. They like they weren't like solidly like they haven't had the are we going steady discussion yet? right and it was like a you know pretty pretty like handsome young man um wearing a tight shirt <laughs> and then the girl was in a flames jersey yeah and you could just tell from over like eavesdropping on them that he was like really trying to impress her and like okay. some of it was like bad hockey analysis which, right like <laughs> uh, what did he say in the first period yeah the Canucks just don't seem to have that same usual punch that they have and i'm like because they played last night you fucking idiot <laughs> Fuck, the second game in 24 hours. But the thing that really got me was that in the third period when it was like 4-2. And he's it's like, yeah, I just don't understand about like getting really upset at a game like this. Like, say the Canucks like won, I would just, you know, like I, I would th- try and find the positive in it where I'm like, okay, well, that's good for Vancouver. And at least what? it was like, at least it was a fun outing. Like he was, oh he God. he was legitimately doing the at least everybody had fun thing with like 100% sincerity to impress this girl. It was
2: <laughs> oh, dude. It that's, the, that's the, that's the Marge Simpson. Can I just bet that everyone has a good time? Yeah. It, yes. And then they point her over to the wuss bets section. That's like exactly what that and, is. That's here. Here's, so here's the
1: most heartbreaking thing. He was like asking what her weekend plans were. And I didn't hear what it was. She's like, she's going somewhere. He's like, Oh, who are you going with? And she said, A friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no. Oh, no. But I f- that's a pretty expensive date if you're like that early in a relationship. Like Maybe he's <laughs> fucking rich. I don't know. Maybe she's rich. But uh, Yeah,
2: could be. That was, but, that was yeah, the, that's...
1: the other in-game thing. Um, When the, the Flames went up 3-1, it was when they did the, if the Flames score in the next uh, minute.
2: I, I, I saw you posting about uh, this.
1: Yeah. We're going to send this fucking dickhead to... Vegas, on behalf of the Cowboys Casino. Is? Yeah, no, you got to go to Vegas. Pretty good. And okay. they kept juicing it up all game. Oh, and the other thing, they did this, like, Connect Four, where there's, like, four people that popped up on the big screen, and they all had to get an answer right, and then, I guess if they did, they got, like, a jersey. And yeah. the third guy that popped up was wearing a t-shirt that just said Palestine on it, and then he had the... What's the name of the scarf? You know the, school, the the like black and white kind of checkered scarf thing.
2: Oh, like a kafea or a cafe. yeah. I, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right.
1: No, I was no, I was afraid, afraid to say it. I was going to say kefir, <laughs> which is like the yogurt drink. Yes, um, yeah. It definitely starts with the letter K. And uh, yeah, like they put him on the jumbotron. There's like answering questions, and he's just like doing that move where you like pulling your shirt and like point to it where it says Palestine, and like waving Fuck his yeah. his scarf around. It was badass. Was he so, getting
2: was he getting cheers or booze or
1: what? Uh, for me and Courtney, yeah okay cheers, that's good. that is there was like yeah. I, I don't know like i wouldn't say a lot of noise either way right um I, i'd say there was a smattering of cheers but okay. shout out to whoever was doing the video nice. for the calgary flames last night uh hell yeah i guess less about my personal experience the game on the ice Um, uh,
2: <laughs> not great
1: no i i was like kind of surprised after the first i went in the intermission on my phone, I was looking at natural stat trick, and <laughs> after the first, there was like marginally less like basically all the fancy stats was like, you know, 53, 47 type thing. Yeah. Um, and then it got real bad. I I think we just started to see like one, you know, you play Hughes 30 minutes the night before. This is kind of what happens the next day. And also kind of like where it comes apart at the seams. Like with depth on defense. Um, Yeah. Those first two goals were like gaffes from uh, Juleson and uh, Friedman.
2: Look, he seems like a nice guy who tries his best. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that he is an NHL defenseman. And I don't want them, you know, I mean, you predicted they might make a trade this week because of the injury. Because Susie is out, they said, week to week. Is it four to six weeks or six to eight weeks?
1: Six to eight.
2: Oh, uh, which means eight, probably. Yeah, it's going to um, be a minute. So that sucks, obviously, because I think he's been playing quite well. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, the depth is being tested now. Um, I mean, maybe, yeah, I think a trade becomes likelier at this point. But their schedule is interesting going forward, right? Because on paper, it's mostly easy teams outside of like Colorado, I think. I think or easy, is easy there, there a teams, Vegas
1: said. sprinkled in there too? Yeah, Vegas might on be the Vegas 30th. At the,
2: yeah, at the end. But like, I think... You know, the issue with it is that they're just playing so many games in so many days.
1: Right? Yeah, like that's, it's like that's more very condensed. It. Like, so they play again tomorrow against Seattle, which yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about that one. Like, I would hope that they have some pushback, I, but it's still I would
2: I would put money on Seattle.
1: Yeah, it's and still I, four games in th- or three games and four nights, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're going to be pretty damn tired again, right? And yeah. Seattle's been kind of picking it up from
2: what I've noticed. Like I haven't... And they always seem to give us trouble. Or they have recently.
1: At yeah, least. last like, season last for year, sure. Um, yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they come up to play on Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, then Sharks Monday. Yeah. Uh, Avalanche Wednesday. Cracking again on Friday. Then another yeah. back-to-back against the Sharks on Saturday night. Which, that seems like a trap game. Uh, and then Ducks on Tuesday. And nights on the 30. So and then the Flames again on December 2nd. So winnable games you would think. And like the Avalanche have had their hiccups recently as well. Yeah. But yeah, interesting stretch of games. But like this happens to everybody, right? Like talk had said after the game like there are ways where you can learn how to play tired. Yeah. And do the the right things. So hopefully They were the- just like
2: clearly it wasn't just that they were tired from the islanders game though they were just tired from like everything cumulatively and, and that's like, going to happen over
1: yeah. the course of a season for right sure. like they yeah. weren't going to continue to play at 130 point pace for the and get 130 points in the season which yeah. i guess goes back to where we were thinking at like bubble playoff team and then you have the like insane first unit power play that can seemingly score at will yeah. uh problem with that is in the playoffs they don't call as many penalties as <laughs> series get closed as we've uh, experienced in the past yeah
2: i think we were familiar with that yeah uh, <laughs> and even as
1: the season wears on right they tend to call less uh penalties like there won't be like the oh cross checking not allowed to do that anymore
2: yeah officiating
1: last night awful that non-call on the interference oh, the, on miller Mil-
2: miller into the net that was yeah,
1: crazy. Um, yeah. really bad Mm. yeah i guess like the the thing that you get kind of concerned with with the cooks right now is the the lack of five on five production
2: it's th- i know drance has been posting about this i've seen a few people posting about this but like the five on five numbers are not looking great
1: right? yeah like i'm i went to money puck so i wanted to see like a I haven't discovered on natural stat trick how to like easily look at a full season money right. puck lays it out better um so let's go Corsi. So over the season the four Canucks lines that have played over 33 minutes which are the lines that have basically been there the entire time. Yeah. Uh the Miller line 46% Corsi.
2: Yeah, they're they're, they're not looking great no. with the underlying numbers the past like, I, I think mean, you
1: saw while. that kind of i don't know if it was tired because they threw a lot of lines into the blender last night sure but yeah. they dropped di Decepe off that line pretty quickly and yeah. there was a couple plays earlier where it seemed like there could have been something creative happening and it died on his stick so maybe he isn't the solution there i don't know what else you try out though do you like shuffle up like a bovillier
2: i mean again maybe. I, would love to, I would love to see baines get called up at some point I yeah know, so I, I think
1: with baines but... like if you call him up it's it's for him to, like, stay up, which I think is why he didn't get called up. Well, there's a couple reasons why. Like, anytime you hear Collington or Ryan Johnson speak this year, they'll praise Baines up and down and say, like, how well he did last season and now he's producing a lot, but he has to figure out how to do the things that's going to make him successful in the NHL while still producing at that level. So I think they still believe that he has another gear to hit, let's say. And yeah. not until, like, he hits that where they're, like, sure thing. And, like, kind of the Rutherfordian, Rutherfordian
2: way. Yeah.
1: So let him yeah. cook down on the minors. So, I don't yeah, think...
2: take take as much time as you need, you
1: know. Yeah. um Carlson looked good.
2: He looked like he almost scored at the end there. I don't know yeah. if you see the clip of... No, of I, I, I of thought he did at the game,
1: actually. Yeah. Uh, Definitely, like, NHL puck skills. It's yeah. just he's a little slow. But, like, when he got to the puck, I thought he looked really good. So, Good for him. That's a nice little ace in the hole to call up.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have guys you can call up, you know, and I mean, it's you, you they don't have to rush to make that trade. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, given their injury issues. Um, but we all knew this was going to happen at some point in the year. Right. Like it's, yeah. it's the Canucks. It's, it's just it's happening earlier like, than
1: I uh, I had wanted. Sure. And I, I yeah. guess like at least at least as Pia Suter and Carson Soucy, like it's more middle lineup. Pieces that I mean have been good for us and been like a bit of a difference. Like, I'm so looking at Corsi, right? So, yeah, the uh Miller line 46%. This actually kind of surprised me, maybe it shouldn't, but the Kuzmenko, peterson mckayev line 54%.
2: Wow, yeah, okay,
1: like, right. I, maybe it's just like a recency bias where it seems like Pedersen's line has been a little bit hemmed in, but yeah, no, uh, they've been good Corsi wise. Uh, and so Pedersen
2: clearly playing hurt or something, too. Which,
1: yes. You know. Still second last. Um, the Bo- the Lafferty-Bovillier-Hoglander line, 56%. Okay. And, and fucking get this. <laughs> the Garland line with Suter and Joshua. It's been con- good, right? Controlling 64.4% of shot attempts this season. Fuck yeah. And you look at expected goals, they have fucking 68.8% of expected goals. God damn. Yeah, uh, Beauvillier, Lafferty, Hoaglander, 64.8. The Pedersen line is 52. And then, again, the Miller line is is 42% expected goals. Yeah. Like, I get that they're matching up, but, hmm, hmm. But then mm. you look at actual goals percentage, like, yeah. for goals scored on the ice, and Miller line is positive for that. They've had nine goals for, six against. The right. Pedersen line is even, uh, nine and nine. And then the yeah. bottom the bottom six combined is seven goals for one against
2: okay that's I mean really I, good. it's it's nice it's a nice change. I like Joshua is really becoming a favorite of mine i'm really I'm enjoying him a lot.
1: I loved him in that Islanders game. he had eight hits. he was yeah. all over the place. I picked him up yeah. in a fantasy league for his hits, jumping yeah. out of my seat.
2: yeah, no uh, he's been great <laughs> he's been really really good
1: and garland as well like has yeah. been. Awesome. I think he looked decent on the uh, the Pedersen line last night as well, but I think that's another another reason why they lost, is it's been super valuable to have him going with Suter and Joshua, where you can throw out this bottom six line and have him like, really control play, and then occasionally score as well, right? And then yeah. I, I thought that that looked a lot more flat with him up the lineup.
2: Yeah, I I just... I do sort of, sorry, I just saw an Elliott Friedman tweet that mm. I did like a full on double take about. I was just like catching up on some, some hockey. St- it was just, I, I know what he's saying now. He's saying the video that Anaheim posted was very good, but the phrasing of it is <laughs> Anaheim's. Did you see it? I just saw it now. Yeah. Anaheim says tonight we host hockey fights, cancer night at Honda center, a particularly special night is four members of our team are battling the disease and they name four people who are battling cancer right now. And there's, like, a video, and it's, like, a really, like, touching thing, it looks like. But Friedman quote-tweeted it and said, very good. <laughs> and it seems like he's saying it's very good that they all have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, go ahead.
0: <laughs>
1: God damn, <laughs> Elliot. Uh, I guess we can get into Elliot now. Um, c- kind of an Elliot bomb on 32 Thoughts today. Yeah? I listened to the – because I guess the audio changed. From they they played like an early preview of it on Helford and Bruff this morning, where okay. he said that it's looking like it could be a four year deal for Pedersen. Yes, and then yeah. I guess when the podcast got released, he said three. Okay, so three brings him in line with um, Hughes's contract, right?
2: Yes, uh, and then I th- yeah. believe you know what, like I, three four years, like I. Those are all better than zero, is the thing, right? Totally. Obviously, like obviously, we we would like it to be an eight year deal or whatever, but I I'll take I'll take anything over nothing. I guess
1: is is what absolutely. I would say. And I don't know if this is cope or not, but there is a way to look at the short term deal as a positive. I think all things being equal, I would still want an eight year deal. Yeah. Right, it takes them to be what thirty three. Uh, which is great. It's like all of his his prime years. Short term deal will be less money though, and I've seen like different numbers floated around for like what the short term deal lower money would be. Be it like anywhere from like ten and a half to twelve and a half. Yeah, but I mean, having Pedersen at ten and a half, you could spend that other three million dollars on other ways to make this team good. Which I think, given the logic of this team, right? Like, if they're going to be good. It's going to be over like the next three years. It's not going to be at the tail end of the JT Miller contract, right?
2: Well, I think it's also what we've kind of discussed too. It's like, okay, yeah, just give yourself a three, four year window. If it doesn't work out, Hughes is going to leave. Pedersen will leave and you'll just start again, you know? Right. Yeah. And and that's the other thing too. I I would almost rather have that than like a whole thing where they're like, oh, let's, let's like keep trying, you know, like let's, let's try and win for the Sedines, you know, like, I I almost want I would rather have like, OK, let's have like three or four years of like fun, good hockey. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't work out, fucking tear the mandate off right at the end, you know?
1: Yeah, like if it's really bad, well, yeah. then you can probably get a haul for Pedersen at the end of yeah. that contract, right?
2: Yeah, and like and like jumpstart the rebuild, right? So, yeah,
1: which uh, like and actually go th- through with it this time, and you don't have. Wow, well,
2: I guess that's yeah. In theory, will they go through the rebuild? I mean, who's to say? Yeah, obviously. but like,
1: there's there's <laughs> that hope, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. It gets closer to when uh, when Bedard could come over as well. Um, oh, that, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's, that's you got like, got to oh, bank yeah. on that happening yeah. as um, an. Well, oh, that's obviously
2: obviously that's going to happen yeah obviously that's of going course to happen. of course yeah so
1: nothing 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 bad's ever happened in this franchise so i can't uh can't imagine it not happening <laughs> um
2: oh he looks so fucking good holy shit. yeah i he watched that insane. game
1: against the uh was it the panthers
2: yeah that that where, steal he, where he scored and the, and where he roofed oh, it. Yeah. yeah oh my god God, dude he looks insane i the did you watch any of the um the swedish games i didn't see the one from, nah, but i've been an ottawa one the ottawa one was really cool because stutzla uh did you see his ot win? the
1: baseball goal where reimer so, like ducks out of the way ducked?
2: that was so sick <laughs> yeah what God the fuck damn. was going on there man <laughs> i don't know it was it was great seeing reimer get embarrassed and uh you know i i like both those teams i didn't really care yeah uh, who won i guess but um yeah. Pretty, pretty fun. Like it's, yeah, it, it's been overall, I think this year, like, I mean, obviously San Jose accepted Uh, pretty good hockey overall. I feel like yeah. yeah, it's been, it's been fun. And I, I do think I will say, I think the other thing is like, it's way easier to enjoy hockey in general um, when your team is doing well. Right.
1: Yeah. No, I'm like way more motivated just to like watch games around the NHL, which has yeah. been like fun. Like, cause you can yeah. watch a nice game and, what was the game that I watched? Oh, yeah, I was really into the Calgary-Montreal uh, game that happened on, like, Mon- when the yeah. Canucks weren't playing Tuesday, maybe. Why not? Yeah, yeah it was cool. <laughs> I, like, I just, I just wanted to focus in more on, like, Zadorov and Tanev and see yeah. which one I liked better as a potential fit. Yeah. Which, I I know I go against the grain here. Zadorov looked better to me. Actually, in last night's game, I fucking didn't notice either of them really. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, like, Zadorov definitely seems like the more noticeable style of player, I guess. Right? Yeah,
1: he rushes well, and like, yeah, I mean, it's almost like a smoother skating Myers, right? Which maybe I'm not selling you by saying that. Yeah, but I don't like, know.
2: That that sounds okay, I guess. You know? Yeah,
1: no, like he's he's <laughs> like decent rushing the puck up, um, like good skater, and then obviously there's the big hits. Uh, yeah. It sounds, though, like neither of them will happen because Craig Conroy is a fucking idiot.
2: <laughs> he doesn't want to trade them to the Canucks, right? Like, he, he I, that's something I've never understood. It doesn't make right? any sense. It's it's like if you... Because there, there's two reasons for it, right? Like, get the best deal possible, right? Yeah, who cares? You know? So who cares it's who you're It's your team, to? you
1: know? Like, and, if, if fucking... The Flames win the cup, or if fucking New Jersey Devils win the cup, it's it not you matter. winning the cup. Who gives also, a shit?
2: Do you think? Do you really think sending Zadorov to Vancouver is going to like make or break your team's no! future, like three or four years? Like you meet them in the playoffs and you lose because they have Zadorov. I don't think so. Right? That's not how it works. And like the other thing is like you do want to trade to the Canucks because you can try and get more stuff from them because they are in your division. Right. Which means that they're giving more up and it kind of like hurts them in the future too. Right. Yeah. Like so maybe like,
1: that's what it is. Maybe it's posturing. Right. Like, oh, ah, yeah. we don't want to, but the, the really stupid thing to me is it's not like it's some RFA. It's not like, okay, say Rasmus Anderson asked for a trade and he signed for sure. two more years at four and a half or whatever. Which that would be a really interesting acquisition. I think that's
2: he would that. be expensive, but he would be the he'd be the guy that I would target.
1: I yeah, think. for sure. So but say that was the case, though, right? Yeah, that maybe I get because he's sure. cost control. He's like younger. You're guaranteed to see him for a couple of years. Yeah. If Chris Tanev wants to go to Vancouver July 1st, he'll just fucking go. Yeah. There's nothing you could do about it. So why not extract the most value that you can out yeah. of the team that is like motivated to acquire him? Right.
2: I mean, you would think so. It makes it makes sense, but I, I NHL GMs are fucking stupid. Yeah, is kind of what it comes down to, right? Like they are so they don't want to adapt to anything, right? Like there was an HF boards thread where they were talking about Dan Kluche. Okay, uh, in the past couple of days, and they were raising the point where it's like that contract and that player on that contract. Now you would have to give up so much just to get rid of him, right? And LA gave up like two draft picks to yeah, they, acquire like a him. second round Mark, pick. Yeah. Cause Mark Crawford liked him and they fucking like re-signed him to a long-term deal as well. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it was so, so back then the old guard of, of GMs didn't understand the value of like contracts versus um, like the player. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't understand like it's better. It's, it's, you need to have a good contract as well. Like you're also acquiring the contract and Mm -hmm. they didn't understand that back then. Right. So yeah, it's just, uh, it's a lot of fun to, uh, to look back at stuff like that. Cause Cloutier was not like, Cloutier was not like an incredible goalie,
1: you know? No, like, I mean, obviously we all have our, our qualms with him. He was like, he made some great saves.
2: Oh yeah. But you know, he, he, he was, he he was was not the best goalie. No. Yeah yeah (laughs) definitely
1: was a limiting factor on that like nasland era team's success right
2: yeah yeah i would say so
1: (laughs) not like the limiting factor um yeah (laughs) we don't need to relitigate that no i don't think so no yeah no it looks like they're they're trading they want to trade tanev and Zadorov out east so yeah fuck me i guess
2: whatever yeah okay
1: tanev also on 32 thoughts um talking about how uh much he wanted to re-sign in vancouver
2: i saw that yeah uh, well wow. you know jim benning did a great job building this team aaron so yeah i, I don't yeah, want to hear about this yeah, yeah.
1: um <laughs> never received an offer
2: uh, <laughs> god dude what a moron what a so horrible. I, I wonder like
1: would he take a hometown discount to come back
2: i or do you think he's well, gonna get his is, bag I don't know like cuz he's getting up there right? He's yeah. like old. He's like he's like our age, Aaron.
1: So Yeah, well like what Dollywall <laughs> said was like don't expect him to do what do he say? He'd be look, like look at what Luke Shen's resigned for. So if you expect him to come back for 2 million, right. I wouldn't be counting on that. Like it's more likely going to be like 3 years at his current AAV, which right. That's kind of scary.
2: Yeah, I don't know about that especially given the OEL penalty is going to kick in. You've got a lot of guys Mm -hmm. to resign, but it's going to be like, you know, like going back to the Patterson thing, obviously you prefer him to sign a long-term deal, but like it is weirdly sort of exciting to, and like freeing to be like, oh, they have the next three years to win a cup. And if they don't, they're going to have to reset everything. Yeah. So, I mean, like let him cook for that next little bit. Yeah. So, which uh, I don't hate it. Yeah.
1: RFAs, chronic, what the fuck's going to happen there?
2: He's going to get a lot of money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, and and what do you do? You try and strike while the iron's hot now, and be like, "Listen, we're trying to build a winner. We'll give you a lot of term if you like take slightly less money, or is this going to be like a big long grinding down negotiation?
2: I I don't know because they're getting. It sounds like they're getting closer on the Pedersen one, right? Mm -hmm. Um, which is obviously somewhat reassuring. Yeah, it's great. Um, Like they've
1: been talking the entire time and. Uh, Freeman said like, I forget his exact phrasing of it, but, uh, he said bearing something like insanely unforeseen happening. Yeah. It's, it's going to get done,
2: which is great. That's fantastic. That's really, really good news because I, I was getting a little worried, you know, I'm not going to lie. I think we were both getting a little worried, especially now that like the team is good. Right. I mean, obviously the team being good makes it more likely that, uh, he's going to resign, but I, Mm -hmm. I was still in the back of my head. I was still, Quite, quite worried, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's going to be... I, how many fucking times have we said this? It's going to be a really important offseason. Yeah. <laughs> how many times are we going to say this? But it's true, especially now that they might be actually good, right? It becomes even more important. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... Um,
1: I mean, it's, Sheldon it's, Dries just beat someone's ass that's like four inches taller than him in a fight. What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Yeah, Favors retweeted it. Uh it's like from two minutes ago. Oh, he like bloodied look this, look this dude up from the uh He doesn't Ontario strike me as rain. the
2: as the fighting type. Well he had oh a my couple. God. Yeah, no, he like fucking Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that guy's big too. That's another player oh that I was like kind of surprised they didn't call up um the connection. It is kind of nice to have Oh my
2: god, he fucked him up. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. He got him with like a left and with a right, I feel. Yeah,
1: like no, the. he like had that little jab on the yeah. and I think that's what cut him up. Oh, the that's right. That That's crazy.
2: Hook? Wow, that was you know what? You know who that reminded me of? Ooh. That was a BX-esque fight,
1: I feel Definitely. Like. bxa fighting was so cool. I wish you could have BXA oh back God. on the team in his prime.
2: Dude, the BXA fight that I always think of is still the one against Mike Richards, where he did the Superman punch. Yeah. Oh, oh I love God, seeing. Especially when, when bx was like was so sick
1: not a known commodity in the league yeah like we were still like kind of you know cementing he would surprise his spot. people he yeah. he was like out of market like people that weren't paying attention and he just yeah. was able to throw punches at like such a high rate oh oh so man cool. i love seeing him beat the shit out of people <laughs> he was so ripping as well like that one's yeah, kind rest, of obvious yeah but like yeah. when ripping first came onto the scene with the canucks like there's are still in forces in the NHL and like, he wasn't like the biggest guy and so you'd yeah. see like people pick fights with him and he would just beat their
2: asses. It was crazy. I, I still remember him fighting Hal Gill, Boris Valabek. I mean, obviously the fighting with him is maybe a bit of a touchy subject. So I guess. Yeah. But I mean, it still was like a fan favorite for a reason. Incredible player to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, BXA like in his prime was like, fucking crazy to watch god because he would he would like he would fight in ways that you just didn't see i felt like you know like it was just like he was so fun to watch
1: yeah i mean like in terms of all-time favorite players he is right he is top tier he is s tier
2: certainly up there for me yeah yeah absolutely
1: i like when I, i i got a canucks jersey in
2: 2012 and I've got a BXA jersey also.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I was like, yeah. I, I lost a lot of sleep being like, do I get Kessler or do I get BX? Do I get Kessler or do I get BX? And I went with Kessler, which is fine. Uh, so, like, I mean, you know. He had a shittier yeah. a- exit, right? Sure, but, like, but he was still great. But him being a shithead is why I liked him so much.
2: For sure, absolutely.
1: So, Man. yeah, I, no, no regrets.
2: No, of course uh, not.
1: Other things, we haven't even got into Satyar Shah's Friday evening news dump on Canucks Central.
2: It's interesting because it's, I don't, I hesitate to call it a bombshell, right? Because the bombshell is essentially the Canucks would like to sign a good player if he goes to free agency, right? Yeah. Uh, but it is kind of nice to hear that. And I just don't know how. How that's the possible. fuck
1: do you make that work?
2: I mean, you have to trade. You would have to get rid of a lot of... I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, you're but, like...
1: You're what? You're hey, moving Besser I mean, you're moving, and Garland?
2: <laughs> like, you're moving Besser, Garland. You're not re-signing Bovillia. You're not re-signing Myers. You are... Well, they're I, already like,
1: not re-signing Bovillia and Myers just to fit yeah. in Ronick and in Pedersen, right?
2: I, I mean, is going to get such a huge contract. Yeah. Uh, whether he signs with Toronto or not, right? So
1: yeah i don't know like it i mean would i love to see them somehow require nylander and move heaven and earth to do it and correct the wrongs of that draft yeah God, yes but oh i God. don't see how um feasible. Don't think it's
2: possible
1: yeah where's the quote I think if Nylander makes it free agency, the Canucks would be interested, and I wouldn't be surprised if they make room to be interested.
2: They, but like again, they would have to make so much room. I don't know how it's possible yeah. to make that well, much and, room. Is the thing
1: so. the other the other bomb? And this is like a shittier bomb, not 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 those good bombs that we all know and love. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think uh, the player most likely to get moved is Hoglander. No, that's probably like the that. guy vancouver would be willing to move for the right type of piece and it doesn't necessarily have to be a long-term fit in return
2: uh I, i'm that, so that I'm so hesitant to give that up Hogan, Sucks my ass just, like he's such a fun player to watch i think he's gonna be i think he is still gonna be good is the thing he's right? on pace like, for 20 goals this year yeah and he's not getting like a ton of ice time no he's you know, like the like, first
1: person to be scratched which like yeah Maybe there's something uh, to that. Like, what does the team know that I don't? But, like, yeah, I like him a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's and, fucking great. He
2: rocks. I, I wonder, like,
1: if it would be a Cody Hodgson thing where, like, you right
2: where they're giving him sort of like soft minutes and but, like, have they? I don't know. know. He's
1: just been playing fourth line minutes, but like, I was furious when
2: they made oh, the, I've the ever, ho- I, was in, I was in the fucking university library studying for a test, and it just like ruined my concentration yeah so (laughs) i was so mad
1: what does that say about me that i also remember exactly where i was when fucking that (laughs) happened like i was at work (laughs) at the gym and like i looked up at tsn and i saw it and it was like no and like my mood was ruined And i remember the exact client that i trained afterwards and i was Man I remember trying to convince
2: convince myself that Cassian was, I mean, I think Cassian got a raw deal here, obviously, but yeah, I do remember getting somewhat excited for Cassian. He had a, a period where he looked okay. Obviously, he had a lot of other problems off the ice, um, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. but he's carved he carved out a nice career for himself, which, yeah. which is good in the end. I mean, um, I
1: didn't hate him here. and like, um
2: obviously, Hodson had the severe, like, nerve disorder or whatever yeah right which like basically ended his career so um, which is a
1: shame but like he never really hit when he was in buffalo anyways
2: right yeah yeah so it's not you know that's one of those trades that it's not a win-win and it's not a lose-lose it was just kind of like a okay yeah this happened but at the time i i was so mad at the furious fucking my god so mad Hoglander, I could stomach losing if it is for like a defenseman, like under contract or whatever. Um, yeah, if it's but,
1: something that's dope, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if way, I think a trade's good, then trade whoever, right?
2: Yeah. OEL just scored again, by the way. Uh, and Taj pointed out he has four or five on five goals, which is more than EP and Miller combined. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Well, we had, we had to bring the vibes down a little
1: bit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't think they've been that high this episode
2: no i think you know the calgary game was a bummer i think they're gonna do you know again they've built up enough of a cushion is the thing right like even if they do have a rough patch here yeah still confident i will say my my prediction that edmonton still makes the playoffs i think is looking good yeah they've been finding
1: ways to win it's just
2: you know skinner's playing like an average nhl goalie which is yeah right so as much as i fucking hate it i think they're still gonna make the playoffs but um, and I think the Canucks will still make the playoffs too. So there's that. Uh, I wonder if it's possible, what it would have to be for Edmonton to play Vancouver in the playoffs. Cause Edmonton's probably going to get a lower seed, obviously. Right? Yeah. That would be, that would be too stressful. I would be miserable. I think, to be honest, <laughs> I'd be so stressed, but beating Edmonton in the playoffs would be so awesome also. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I think you're, you, I got to have the attitude that you have, which is, you know what? Why not us? Why not? yeah Fuck I mean it. who cares why not
1: I was, Like, I think the Calgary game if nothing else was it was sobering like sure, sure. where it's like okay yeah like they they are human they're not going to win every game like this is a team that they reasonably should beat. uh they have way more high-end talent they let fucking Jonathan Huberto score against them
2: yeah that's not yeah that's not um great. that's not
1: too good <laughs> but it, it was also like it's not like the sky is falling from that loss oh. like they're no. gonna lose games. It's an NHL season, right? So Yeah. Um because I, I can guarantee you, if we'd recorded right after that Islanders game and they played like Calgary on Sunday or whatever, yeah. we'd have been over the moon. This is the team of destiny. They they have all the, the guts that it takes to come back and have an emotional win. In a game that obviously yeah. meant a lot for them. Blah, 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 blah. So I do think it's kind of interesting how you like create Narratives throughout the season just to help explain what's going on, and a lot of it's oh, like it's kind all of random and situation. Yeah, and you like you get pissed off at Hockey Night in Canada for doing it. At least I used to, and I was like, oh fuck! No, I'm doing this shit. Yeah, <laughs> I've become everything I hated. And on that note, <laughs> 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 um, Patreon.com/slash I hate this team for uh, fun bonus content uh, and an episode on Sunday and we'll yeah, see hopefully,
2: hopefully we've got some stuff to talk about
1: yeah maybe i think we will yeah i mean it'll be whatever happens on the seattle game yeah and also uh the petterson re-signing that'll happen what on uh before the seattle game tomorrow
2: it's gonna it'll happen right after we finish recording tomorrow oh right, after recording yeah.
1: sunday yeah no that, that that'd yeah. be good i'll take yeah. that <laughs>
2: We can do a little addendum, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: We'll, we'll record a second one, like right before you <laughs> yeah. get on the plane. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for listening,
2: thanks, everyone. Everybody. Go Canucks, go.
0: Woo. <sighs> There's a shadow just behind me, shrouding every step I take. Making, Making every, every promise, promise empty, pointing, pointing every, every finger at me. Waiting like a stalking butler who upon the face. Murder now the past we must, just because the sun has come. Jesus, Jesus fucking, fucking whistle. Whistle. Something from You're Trust in me and fall as well.